Let's talk for a minute about name-calling. Now, I don't mean the rude kind. Nope. I'm talking about the names we're going to call ourselves in this book. Trust me, this matters. There are undeniably thousands of aspects to you. No one part of you could possibly define all of you, right? That'd be ridiculous. Same goes for me. And you're listening to this book because we happen to share one important aspect, our neurology. Basically, that's the way our brains happen to be designed and function. Yes, my friend, I'm saying our, because though our our kinds of minds may be less than typical in the world, around here, we are what's in common. It's not you versus me or us versus them. It's we who, together, happen to occupy the same particular part of the human spectrum called autism. And it's that name, autism, to which I was referring when I said we needed to talk about name-calling. In this world, there are a lot of things you can call me, and honestly, as long as they're nice words, I don't mind which ones people choose. Same goes for how I think about autism. When describing those of us whose brains work in particular patterns with a particular kind of wiring, the names folks have used to explain us have changed, and probably will change more in the future. Some people say autism, neurodiverse, neurodivergent, on the spectrum, or a combination of all of them. But wait, there's more. Some people really care whether we say person with autism or person living with autism instead of autistic person. The reason being that in person-first order, the person is emphasized as being more important than autism as a characteristic. On the other hand, others really like calling themselves autistic or autistic people because it is an identity and part of the person they are. Can you see how the whole name-calling thing can get really tricky really fast? Oh, one more thing to add. When I was identified as being on the spectrum in 2011, the phrase of the time was Asperger's syndrome. That's why I coined the term Asperkids and wrote five books with the word in the title, including the first version of this very book, which was published in 2012. In a very short time, though, Asperkids became more than a word. It became what some people called, quote, an international movement of relentless positivity. From all around the world, tweens and teens started sending photos of themselves to me as proud Asperkids who found strength and smiles in knowing they weren't alone. They posted pictures online, attended rallies, followed me to hotels wearing Asperkid t-shirts. Why? Because being an Asperkid made them glad of the very distinctions the world had said were problems. And to know that I was part of that, well... It's one of the things in the whole wide world of which I am most proud. Asperger's syndrome is a term that isn't used anymore. It's kind of complicated, but has mostly to do with uniting us all under the phrase autism, which I'm totally down with. Still, I gotta hold on to the word Asperkids, and hope you'll embrace it too. Because if there were ever a thing to be, relentlessly positive sounds like a fiercely brave, kind, resilient one. And I really like brave, kind, resilient people. Look, the truth is that if something matters to someone, it's only polite to try, if possible, to show respect for their preference, right? I mean, if you're coming over for lunch and you don't like grilled cheese, it'd be kind of rude to make grilled cheeses and expect you to eat one. So if I talk to someone who really prefers one name over the other, of course I try to remember. Now in this case, since I'm writing this book, 
unpicking the names I use for us, which is a really important thing to figure out and why I let you in on the whole name-calling issue in the first place. The name we call ourselves says a lot about what we believe about ourselves. It also influences who and how you think we are and will be. So if we want others to use kind, clear words when they think and talk about us, then for goodness sake, we have to be the ones to set the example. Which is why I am stubborn about only one thing when it comes to all this wordy word stuff. Comparisons. Autism isn't about being high or low functioning or mild or severe. There is no room here for autistic, only not like that. The truth is that we may be more or less obvious in the ways we need support, sure. But it's super important to remember that sometimes the people who look like they have it together most are the ones whose hearts are breaking hardest. You needed to know all of this because it's easy to get confused and distracted and miss the big picture. This book is about us, written by one of us, for all of us. And it's about what we have in common. Autistic, autism, on the spectrum, spectrum-y, neurodiverse, neurodivergent, Asperkid. These words all work because they're all respectful. So you'll hear them all in this audiobook because I'm only ever going to call you nice things. And those names, they're good things. And here, my friends, we come to the biggest truth of all. Wherever, whomever, whenever you are, before and after everything else, we are all on the human spectrum. It's those words above all that matter most. Because whatever exactly or however precisely you are, who you are, in the end, in this place, we're all different together. And I'm just so deeply glad to be a part of this us with you.